Hi everyone, Happy New Year and welcome to my first ever Imperfection Wins podcast. Thank you to all of my friends and supporters who are listening and to anyone that I don't know, I'm so glad that you're here. I hope you've all been able to enjoy the holidays, spend time with people you love, get some R&R, and that you are feeling as excited as I am about 2019. For those of you that don't know me, my name is Samantha Willing. I go by Sam. I live in Bellevue, Washington with my husband, two teenage kids, and three dogs. And I'm a self-employed executive coach, consultant, and now podcast novice. I've been in human resources for over 20 years in a variety of different roles, but the role that I have loved the most is the one where I get to be a coach and mentor to others. I just, over the years, well, always really, have had a total passion for helping leaders make positive, transformational changes to their businesses and themselves, and really helping all people break through their roadblocks and live their best lives. So I just have to tell you that I don't know that I've ever been this excited to start a new year. And it's not just because my last eight weeks has included one teenager with mono and one teenager with a bad concussion and two trips to the ER for both of them when they came down with the flu. So obviously I'm sort of excited to turn a new page. I feel like it's time, but really I'm just excited to start the new year because for me, it's a year of newness. It's a year of a lot of new things in my life. I'm embarking on some new adventures and really turning my life upside down on purpose so that I can live a life where I'm using my natural gifts and serving others and really just having more fun. And couldn't we all use more fun this year, especially in our work? So I'm feeling excited, energized, and optimistic. I was including being a bit scared on that list a couple of months ago, but as of now, the fear I can confidently say has gone away and I'm completely focused on the future and the unknown adventure in front of me. So why am I doing a podcast? To be honest, this is completely out of my comfort zone. I'm not a public speaker. I am not great or really even very active on social media or technology. And in general, I really don't enjoy the spotlight. But in the past several years, I have had the opportunity to coach a lot of other people and walk alongside them through their journeys of life and careers. And I've really found myself loving that work. And also that the people that I am close with and and have spoken to, worked with, coached, they have found a lot of value in just hearing my stories, my words of encouragement, my advice. So after much deliberation, I decided to just start recording and see what happens. By the way, I have to tell you all, it's sort of ironic that I have literally re-recorded this podcast on imperfection multiple times because it wasn't perfect. So here's the decision I just made real time. This is going to be my last recording of this segment. However, it turns out it will be published. 
So get ready. Hopefully it isn't too clunky and I can make it through and get my message across. So this past October, I left my job as the head of HR for a technology company. And I made the big decision to just finally go out on my own, get away from corporate. Not that there was anything wrong with my job. I loved my job. I loved the team of people that I worked with. I feel it was a heartbreaker for me to leave. But there were a lot of different reasons that I made the decision that we'll talk about on future podcasts. But the main one was the opportunity to do what I really feel called to do, which is really spread a message of encouragement, grace, and authenticity to a broader audience and in more creative ways. I just wanted more control over my work and my time. So over the last two months, I have intentionally taken the time to reflect and create, and it's been so fun. I haven't had that time in forever to do just creative, fun brainstorming activities. And there have been so many things bouncing around in my head, like should I write a blog? Should I write a book? Should I start a podcast? Should I go back to school? Would anyone even want to hear what I have to say? Ultimately, I really believe that in life, we often only have enough clarity or light to take one step at a time. And this is truly one of those times for me. So right now, going into this year, I know the following things for sure. I am recording my first podcast, and I have at least four more episodes to record if I can figure out how to use the technology to do so. I am going back to school in March. I'll tell you more about that later. I'm working as a coach and consultant for some local Seattle companies. I'm going to intentionally give time to a couple of local nonprofits that I care deeply about. And I'm gonna spend the rest of my time taking care of myself, which I tend to neglect, and my family. So all of these things that I know right now mean that I also have to intentionally say no to some things, which honestly is something I'm not great at, but I'm gonna try my best to set some boundaries. Where will it all lead? I literally have no idea. But one thing I've learned in life is that a lot of times the best things that happen are the unplanned things. So we'll talk more about that and that concept in future podcasts also, but I'm just sort of holding everything loosely in my hands and moving forward into what I know the next steps to be. So now I've made the decision to start a podcast or at least record a podcast, but I knew I needed a name. Now, I I am not the most creative person, nor do I have any experience in marketing, but there is a theme that I have not only struggled with in my own life, but I've also spent a lot of time coaching others on, and that is this quest for perfection. Coaching on perfection and the pitfalls of this quest has also led me to coach often on this concept of grace for others and ourselves. So there's a term that you've probably heard thrown around um, a lot, and that is called being imperfectly perfect. And that term really resonates with me. 
So I decided to look up what the definition of it actually is. And the Urban Dictionary defines an imperfectly pers perfect person. Oh, it's hard to even say as a person who has their own specific qualities, such as being clumsy, nerdy, goofy, weird, etc., And those qualities make that person interesting or perfect in their own way. There is beauty in things that are odd and imperfect and being flawed is not a bad thing. So that's the definition. And I would just add to that, being flawed is not a bad thing. It's actually a human thing. So the name that I came up with is Imperfection Wins, because honestly, if we could all just be okay with our own imperfections and others' imperfections, we'd all be winning more in so many areas of life. So now I have a name. Where do I want to start? I thought a lot about what I wanted my listeners to take from this podcast. I knew I wanted to be meaningful inspiring, encouraging. I want you all to know that I'm authentic and that I care deeply about people, which can be really hard to tell when you're just listening to someone talk and not seeing their face. But I promise you, it is absolutely true for me. In my core, I care deeply about other people. In fact, I've made a career out of elevating others to be their best selves. And I really get sheer joy out of seeing people move forward or just get unstuck in their lives. So here is what you can expect from me in this podcast, authenticity and vulnerability. I'll share my stories, reflections, my truths from my own life. We'll talk about life. We'll talk about careers. We'll talk about leadership and loving others. And hopefully, I'll eventually have some guests on, or maybe some awesome listener stories. But for now, it will just be what's on my heart. I'll try to keep it to 15 to 20 minutes, unless I have a guest speaker, because let's face it, any longer than that is just too long to listen to one person talk. So let's dive in to why I love the idea of embracing imperfection. For as long as I can remember, I have been a pleaser. As a little girl, actually all the way into adulthood, I really wanted other people to like me. And I've always been painfully aware of everyone's feelings, their body language, their facial expressions. If I sensed unhappiness or unacceptance, it weighed so heavily on me. And I, from a very young age, did whatever I could to make it go away. And I have to tell you, it's honestly really odd that I grew up with these feelings because my parents were probably the least perfectionistic pressure parents that I knew growing up. They never pressured me about grades. They never pressured me about appearance or anything else. Well, except religion, but that's a whole different podcast and conversation. I guess I just was born with the perfectionism gene, if that's even a thing, or born naturally sensitive or hard on myself, sometimes it worked really well for me. I tended to be a really empathetic kid and I had a knack for cheering people up, making friends or helping my girlfriends through teenage drama. I actually used to help most of them write their breakup letters or love letters in our teenage years. 
looking back, it's sort of comical um, that they were all my words going to their boyfriends. <laughs> I should have charged. Sometimes the need to please or have happiness around me got me into trouble. If I was hanging with the wrong crowd, which I did a bit, I would end up compromising myself, my values, or my parents' rules sometimes. If I fast forward to my adult life, I can totally see now in my mid-40s that that need for perfection continued. I have always worked hard at being a high performer in jobs, a high performing mom, and a high performing wife. Is that even a thing? I don't know, probably not, but I made it one. When I quit my job to stay home with my kids initially when they were young, I took it very seriously. And when I went back to work, I took it very seriously. In both roles, I was completely exhausting myself to meet other people's expectations, and I always ended up sacrificing myself. My workouts, my healthy meals, my quiet time. I never sacrificed my hair appointments, though, because I, had, I did have some limits. But truthfully, as hard as I was working, I was never, surprisingly, able to attain perfection. Shocker. Sometimes my kids were late to school, sometimes they threw tantrums, sometimes I lost my temper with my husband, sometimes I missed per permission slips, or sometimes I ate brownies for breakfast with my coffee. Sometimes I wore my workout clothes for the entire day from morning until I went to bed at night and there was really no working out going on. I did rarely miss things at work though. I tended to reserve my craziness for home. I'll never forget driving one mom's night out. I didn't have time to clean my car. And when I picked up one of the neighborhood moms, she got in the car and looked around and said, oh my gosh, I would have thought your car would be spotless. You're always so organized. I started laughing, honestly, cats out of the bag. I'm just, I just came clean with her and said, oh no, I just fake it. If you open drawers in my kitchen, you would be appalled. Maybe it made her feel better. Maybe it made me feel better, just to be honest. In any event, that's a theme for me, sort of faking it until I make it. Most people that meet me believe at first glance that I am a type A extrovert. Yes, I can fake it. The truth is that I am not a type A at all, and I am an introvert. I do love people though, and I also love a good party, just not all the time, and I really just want to be able to leave when I want. But I have mastered the art of seeming organized and engaged on the outside, even if I'm floundering and spinning on the inside. Is it a good thing? Sometimes, I mean, my ability to handle stress is pretty good, I have a pretty high pain tolerance and can remain calm even when I'm dealing with difficult people or circumstances or situations. But is it always a good thing? I would say no. I have realized later in life that a lot of us do this. We internalize our real feelings or experiences so that we appear okay or even happy. 
we decide that we don't want to inconvenience anyone with our feelings or our weaknesses, so we just keep them locked up. But what I've actually realized is that people need to hear it. They need to be able to relate to us. They need to know that they aren't alone, that other parents are struggling to raise teens, that other people are ordering takeout more than they're cooking, that other women are struggling with balancing work and home, that other people are lonely or feeling lost. The world needs us to share what is real and truthful about life. I'm really finding that the more I own my own imperfection, the more comfortable I actually get in it. The more I share my stories, my thoughts, my feelings, the more my connection with other humans grows. This year, I am determined to overcome the quest for perfection and just rest in my imperfection. Now that doesn't mean I'm going to be complacent or that I won't work hard or try new things. I'm gonna work my booty off this year, but I am going to be gentle with myself. I'm going to expect some mistakes. I'm going to apologize and then let it go. I'm going to be gentle on others and intentionally give away love and grace. I hope you'll join me on this journey wherever it takes us this year, just one step at a time, one step towards being imperfectly perfect because imperfection wins. I wanna leave you to ponder this quote. Be who who you are and say what you feel because those who mind don't matter and those who matter don't mind. That quote is from Dr. Seuss, one of my faves. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope this was helpful. It was certainly liberating for me. Join me next time when we talk about the importance of saying yes in your life. And until then, have courage, be kind, and give yourself and others grace. Happy New Year.